Hi-ho, my fellow junkies. This is South Music Addict here, and welcome to the Music Addict 27 podcast, where it's for all music lovers alike. Today, I'm going to be doing something a little bit different. I'm going to be doing a little documentary review, because not that long ago, like exactly just last week, they re- I saw a documentary about Tentacion. Look at Me, the Tentacion story, and I thought might as well just give it a watch and uh, see what they give for the story that they are going to do for the documentary, and I want to share my thoughts on it, and might as well do a little two-for-one thing, having to give my thoughts and review on the documentary and giving out my thoughts and actual have an actual review of the soundtrack do a little two for one today but um yeah that's what i'm gonna probably do for this one right now so my thoughts on the documentary it was a little bit intrigued at first when they first announced it saying that oh xxx and tassian is gonna have a documentary coming in sometime in 2022 so i was like okay cool i'm really excited to see what they're gonna do because they also saw the juice world and dmx documentary i was on uh, hbo max they were pretty good it was pretty decent i was really entertained with those two but this one was gonna be on hulu so might as well give it a little uh give it a watch to see what's it gonna be about and obviously it's just gonna be about like his short time being on earth and having uh his fame a little bit too which is gonna be interesting and seeing the behind the scene moments on how that's going to go for it so it starts off in the way of having xxx going to be more on a vlog intro and kind of saying okay let me explain myself let me tell you who i am and all that stuff too then cuts off to everything that every huge moment that he's been having in his career at the time such as like being on rolling loud or having other festivals and dropping albums and all that stuff too then just kind of cuts out to the title card of the documentary showing off idea and like upbringing and the story behind x behind x's story pretty much to say the least so most of the stuff will kind of be contributing to most people around him because the other stuff that are going to show x in will be just archival footage of like old interviews or even having just like other parts of X's moments and all that stuff too, showing his thoughts on certain things as well, but in an archival way. But most of the stuff you see people around him, such as like his producer, John Cunningham, his mom, Cleopatra, and even old uh, collaborators such as like Ski Master Slump God and some of the other members of Members Only, to say the least. It was really interesting to see some points that everyone else would make because starting off in his career in 2014, that kind of shows off that date for when he started being a rapper and artist and kind of going in a little bit of a background like his stories like how he grew up in florida and all that stuff too and mostly they asked cleo that question is like what was he like growing up what was it like raising him and all that stuff too and it was really interesting to see some of the ways that some of the events that she would have to go through for x and all that stuff being to make sure that he's financially stable and trying to make sure that he's okay and all that stuff too and it was pretty decent besides having the point of like saying oh he changed at like 15 13 or 15 or something that he became a little bit more different being more uh, emotionally aggravated and all that stuff too and some parts are pretty 
unique for that sense. I just kind of feel that it's an interesting way to kind of mention it, to saying that he kind of was going a little bit different after his dad went to prison at 10, and it seemed to be the starting point, the starting point of how he became more emotionally aggravated that I mentioned before. It was really intrigued to see for the starting point of his music to kind of show off that comparison as well. Because if you've kind of seen his uh, early stuff on SoundCloud, you can kind of see that little screamo punk type of trap metal energy that actually kind of channel for it, and it kind of shows. And it's kind of showing off more of a downhill for him personally because uh, some of the stuff they'd be going into would be more of a bad influence in a sense. And even other parts on that, comparing it to his stuff then and now, you see that. You see a little bit of that little anger and frustration and kind of showing off that he was a more of a tormented soul and having to be troubled, to say the least. It's very unique to kind of show off to it. Even showing some archival footage with like one of his interviews, like a lost and unreleased interview, saying that like uh, that like most of the stuff can be very interested for his stuff, to say the least. And one one key point that they kind of made a good majority of the documentary would be uh, having one of his exes, Geneva, on there and kind of spending like 30, 35 minutes, a good portion of the documentary, going on to uh, her point of view and pretty much in their relationship for the good majority of the documentary. It kind of seems interesting for that point and I was very intrigued because when uh, when X blew up started to get a lot of notoriety and kind of getting a lot of attention people would kind of bring up that part saying like oh that he was DV a little bit on there too towards her to say like oh shit okay um, a little bit intrigued to see what the backstory behind that was and showing off a little uh, more mistreat and kind of balance in between that Geneva felt psychologically saying that X only loves me and that's the only way I'm going to get love in the way that he's the only one for her and all that stuff. And showing off some very graphic photos that might allude to some DV a little bit too. But um, it's really interesting because in the way that she would try to escape one time and try to go back to her mother, it's like, okay... That is an interesting way for it, and also trying to be, like, conflicted with either dropping the charges or pressing charges on X, and how kind of convoluted and kind of the processing between both of them can be a little bit, uh, again, convoluted, because if she would she would have dropped the charges, uh, she would be going to jail for false accusations and all that shit, or if she does press charges he would be going to jail and kind of shows off a little cumbersome situation for both of them on this stuff too it just kind of seemed more of that interesting turning point for it because some people may say that uh that part was like saying that she ruined x or some shit like that it's interesting it was an interesting concept for it because i feel that how negatively impacted uh, her life as well because X's fan base, weird enough, weird enough, one of the members of members only will kind of say, will 
kind of share their piece a little bit too on it, saying that like with the whole situation between him and Geneva, the fans were kind of twisting their own little story and how it went and all that stuff, and saying fuck Geneva and all that stuff too, free X, all that stuff, and you can kind of see how it negatively impacted uh, Geneva's mental, emotional, and uh, more social state, to say the least, too, because a lot of people were harassing her and kind of reporting her account on IG and all that stuff. I was like, well, shit, I feel so fucking bad for her because all that stuff that negatively impacted her, and she didn't really think that it would be that big of a deal because she didn't want to, like, lose X because of, like, allegations that were in the air and all that stuff too but most of the stuff i really found that was like kind of dark because it's more graphic and kind of having that little imagery you kind of feel vividly to it because watching it makes you feel felt a little bit uncomfortable but it kind of shows off that little point too and, and not only that it kind of also was a shock to Cleo as well because she was never aware of those type of accusations at that time when X was around still, which was a little bit weird and I'm sure it was a total shock for her when she first heard of it now because like, oh shit, that is like some weird shit because I never knew that and all that stuff too. It was interesting and later on it would kind of go on to more progression on X's sound and how he got a deal with Empire Records and all that stuff too. Kind of going off from the beginning stories of when he first dropped Vice City, being very rough and rigid, being cynical at the same time, then progressively becoming more and more uh, aggressive with punk and screamo rap type of instrumentals and productions that he would go on to. Even kind of showing off like uh, when they first introduced his more versatile side and going more R&B with I don't want to do this anymore people were totally surprised because like a lot of people only know him for being more of the aggressive screamo rap type of side of production that he would go on to then when he's shown off like a producer uh, friend of his showing that like oh here's one of me doing R&B which is I don't want to do this anymore you kind of see more of like more lovey-dovey like emotional side of X it's like okay cool that's really interesting it's like holy shit and most people say like holy shit he's a star <laughs> that's what, like one interesting thing that i kind of see that it's like okay it's a total flip of the coin for most of the stuff on that part too and again like i mentioned continues on to go more into 2016 and kind of getting on the edge of like being arrested and in jail going to jail and having a little deal with empire behind bars to say the least too because that kind of got a lot of attention and continues on getting close to 2017 where we kind of see the well-known infinite mugshot that you would see uh x would show for the cover art of the song look at me as the title for the documentary as well then we also go into talking about his uh manager at the time too solemn which would be his manager in 2017, got his, got his attention because of the mugshot as well, kind of saying that, uh, well, okay, I'm going to give him a chance. Hopefully this will give him a new, a new turn in life and all that stuff too, which it kind of pretty much did. And after having the song Look At Me blow up as the way it did, really helped him, got a lot of attention, kind of showing off that like, oh, 
here's your new artist, here's your new star in 2017, and kind of showing off the progression off of there, too. Even showing some behind the scenes as well, too. Even going back when X would go back to his home and all that stuff, his manager, his mom, and a bunch of other people as well was saying that, like, yo, you got to leave that uh, DV situation behind. Don't let that bullshit bother you. Got to focus on the future. Got to keep going on your career and all that stuff. Don't let that bother you or get have you shook up by it and all that stuff, too. Which I think that was a good idea on the manager's end because, like, you got a new artist. You don't want to, like, fuck it up and have it be uh, an uh, endless cycle to do that shit. But really interesting, to say the least. I really do find that cool. And some parts you see that other side of the other end of the documentary showing off the continuation of him trying to progress and creating the idea of the sounds that he would make with his albums, such as like 17 and question mark to kind of see the progression he would go on to. Most people will see their reactions for when he dropped his first official debut album, uh, 17, showing off the more emotional, indie, moody, depressive sound that X would go on to for it. A lot of people really liked it. Even big name artists such as like Kendrick Lamar at the time too tweeted that like this is a really great album on that shit too. On that. It's really good. Even when I first listened to the album, I thought it was pretty decent to show off the mind of like XXX Tentacion and showing off that he was like a troubled youth and troubled soul a little bit too. It was really interesting to say the least too. And surprisingly I also found out that some people may say, Oh this may be a good album, according to his manager. He also thought it was a good album, but uh, the record label thought it would be a lost cause or might be a total miss because it's not really the, the hype sound that he did for Look At Me to be more of a 180 switch off to more moody R&B type of depressed ballads, to say the least, too. But it was pretty decent and had a lot of great reviews on that, too, saying, that, oh, this is really cool, this new artist dropped a new album, had a lot of great stuff on it too. Really interesting. Then some other parts will kind of go on to continue more on. Uh, and some another thing that he kind of added on to uh, the documentary is like they add uh, his age at the time too, which is like, oh, at age 15, he was this. At age 17, a lot of shit happened when he was 17, which kind of showed off that little good chunk of like the Geneva situation, which I mentioned having to be at that point, having a lot of stuff happening and all that stuff. And some of those things can kind of go more uh, uphill to say the least, because you see that they mentioned X was trying to right his wrongs to say the least, tried to show off himself to be more, uh, let me say, more evolved and more progressive to say the least in his development to say the least trying to right his wrongs and trying to say uh i'm not the same person that i was in 2014 15 16 and all that stuff trying to right my wrongs and showing off a lot of charity work too at the close to the end of the documentary as well too which i thought was really cool to, to paint that light as well to xxxtentacion as a person even for other parts, when he asked him, should we separate the artist from the artwork? He said, yeah, definitely you should. He does agree with the idea of like separating the art and the artist because you can look at it two different ways and like people may combine them together saying like, oh, if you listen to their music, you're a piece of shit because that person is a piece of shit. 
or even saying that, oh, you should, you can listen to the music and like it, but you might not like the artist as a person, to say the least. But it's really cool. I really was intrigued in that ideology to say that, okay, yeah, you can totally listen to their music, even though you don't agree with everything they do uh, personally, but still you can enjoy the music. It's a very interesting, uh, controversial individual, to say the least, for XXX and Tuff Young. Even for other part, as it kind of grows into more uh, later in 2018, and kind of showing off the more uh, kind of lead up, kind of showing more of the lead up to his unfortunate passing in 2018 in June, to say the least. It's very interested because, like, it was very unique because of the build up and behind the scenes again, showing off like what led up to it, saying that, like, according to Cleo, uh, that X said he was going to go to the bike store and get another motorbike and shit. Even though she said, like, you already have enough, why you want to go? It's like, I want to. It's like, okay. And saying that, like, okay, I'll just have security with you. He's like, nah, don't worry about it. And kind of, unfortunately, kind of predicted the way that how it was. Then goes to the store, two people come by, and before they leave, get pulled up on by the opposition and then got murked, unfortunately. Kind of shows off the ending of it, showing the results and how it affected Cleo and a bunch of others, such as like John, Ski, and a bunch of other and everyone else as well, showing off their reactions and thoughts on this, like, oh my god, I think X got shot, I think X is dead, and all that stuff too. It was very emotional, to say the least. You can kind of see and feel the emotions that everyone else might have felt as well too at that time too. Kind of showing the emotional trauma they faced as well, because it's a fucking devastating loss to say the least too. You didn't, you never fucking expected it. That's what that was the thing about it too. And um, going off to show footage of everyone, X's fans and everyone that was close to X to kind of attend his open funeral, open casket funeral, to say the least too, in Florida. Which I thought that was an interesting way of kind of showing footage to see uh, how everyone was was throwing X's up and kind of tearing up because, well, everyone kind of were mourning for him, kind of mourning for him, to say the least, and seeing the emotional damage to see that. It was very interesting to look at on there, too. Some other ones you can kind of see, close to the end of the documentary, you see what we go on to for, uh, you can kind of see what we go continue on after as well, seeing that, like, his son Gekium was born eight, nine months after uh, his passing and all that stuff. It was, like, really surprising and showing off his girlfriend his new girlfriend at the time uh genesis to kind of show off her and gekium together and trying to see the legacy that x is trying to build up for his kid even though he's not there but it was interesting to say the least because uh the way it kind of ended off like that it was really intriguing to say the least and my overall thoughts on the documentary was just Seeing that how the progression that X has done for uh, his life, trying to improve himself, and from being this uh, lost and damaged, troubled ind- individual, and trying to become more of a better person, and trying to right his wrongs, and trying to do good for his community, ends up getting shot, which is kind of fucked up. Kind of similar way that Nipsey Hussle did as well, too. He tried to do right for his community, and ended up being gunned down because 
I'm guessing people don't want to see everyone be successful and trying to live a better life, even though they're miserable, to say the least, too. It's very interesting, and uh, yeah, I was really intrigued to see the development that they were going on to for the story. And some of the archival footage as well, showing of like X's shows back in the day and showing him being crazy and being more uh, more of the idea of uh, controversy sells, to say the least, too, for some of the parts as well, for some moments on the documentary. They show that as well, too. Despite the, the idea of saying that, oh, controversy sells, it really does, to say the least, because you can do a lot of stupid shit and people get a lot of attention for it and kind of blows up the individual as well too really it really does work to say the least because some of the parts seem x fighting people and all that stuff too yeah it was very interesting as well and i also kind of figured out the way how xxx tentacion got his name as well because one of his other managers that he had a while ago in 2016 2017 was like p star as well too i was like oh shit okay uh okay then that manager was saying that, oh, he got his name because X was, like, addicted to porn. Because, <laughs> like, X was, like, addicted to porn. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit, okay. And I had to look it up, like, okay, yeah, I see it. I see it. <laughs> but it was a really funny, that was a funny moment. I really found that kind of hilarious. Like, okay, that's funny. That's good. <laughs> Overall, the documentary was a very interesting moment to ride. It was an interesting uh, experience to watch, to say the least, because seeing a troubled individual such as like X trying to evolve and improve himself, trying to right his wrongs, is very powerful, to say the least, and trying to see the ideas of who he was and who he is as an individual based on like the archival footage and what everyone else that they were interviewed uh, were saying as well. Kind of seeing the painted picture that X was a individual that kind of wanted to be different and stand out, trying to be influential and showing the ideas of being himself and trying to be more of a standout person, trying to connect with everyone and trying to have people be aware and like mental health and all that stuff too which i thought that was pretty cool which i thought was a pretty cool idea as well kind of similar to like kid cuddy and the man on the moon series a little bit too it was very interesting to say the least and uh do i believe that it shown off that improvement that he did definitely for sure showing off that he was a very troubled individual and trying to improve it it seems very interesting he was a person that gone was gone too soon and i believe that if he was still around he would have a lot more star potential become this little this little superstar to say at least too if he was still around because he has a lot of potential showing off his versatility in his production and his skill set a little bit too being a very old school boom bap type of rapping to r&b to trap metal to uh to punk as well seems very interested in seeing the potential that he had was a great thing to see and even kind of showing some of the older stuff as well comparing his new stuff to his older stuff kind of shows it off a little bit as well too <sighs> yeah so the documentary was pretty good if i would to recommend it i definitely would for sure what i do more of these documentary reviews i would definitely i'll try and find some more uh, documentaries that find that pique my interest to give all my thoughts and watching them and all that stuff too i'll totally be down definitely 
But yeah, would I recommend this documentary? I totally would. If you are an X fan or you are very curious into the mind of X, I would totally recommend it for sure. And uh, yeah, that would conclude this episode for today. Hope you enjoyed it. Hopefully there will be many more to come. But yeah, it'll be a very interesting one to try out. Go check it out. Check it out on Hulu. Check it out everywhere is out. Check it out. It's really great. Hi, my fellow junkies. This is South Music Attic here, and welcome to the Music Attic 27 podcast, where it's for all music lovers alike. Today, we're going to be reviewing the new XXXTentacion compilation album, Look At Me, the album. This is the album soundtrack to the Look At Me documentary by XXXTentacion, kind of showing off the little soundtrack you would hear throughout the Look At Me documentary that you see from the progression of his older music and his more newer mainstream music a little bit for that part and i see for this album here kind of shows off the two disc idea kind of similar to kendrick lamar's mr morale type of ideas like one disc is look at me then and the other disc is look at me now because uh the idea of like okay look at me then in like 2014 2016 type of stuff then look at me now is 2017 to 2022 because they also added the true love by kanye west with xxx and tassian that's on uh, donda 2 that was released this year which i was like okay cool interesting so i was really intrigued to see like what was the progression of his older music to his newer music to say the least because i was very intrigued after watching the documentary might as well check out the soundtrack that they dropped as well so it was an interesting moment to say the least for mainly some of the older stuff that he put on to for this project here because you do see the versatile ideas that uh x was going on to for his older stuff such as like being more uh lyrical in a sense such as like the song vice city that starts out the album it's very interesting clappy boom bap type of production kind of references to uh, a gta game uh, gta vice city which was really cool it's a nice little game the old school rap vibe and kind of seeing him being lyrical and most of the stuff can kind of be very cynical for that song but still good it's really interesting to show off the idea that x is going on to for that song it's really fun then some other ones you see uh x being more on the depressive monotone vocal approach for songs such as like never or wing written angel or uh even uh, i spoke to the devil kind of shows off that little monotone or the more depressive side of x in his older music to kind of see the ideas are very intriguing, to say the least, for a song such as like that. Then you got like one interlude of a song that is very like explosive and brash, to say the least. Is Failure is not an option. It's a small little screamo trap interlude that you see on this album here. It's pretty decent. It's a small little burst of energy, to say the least. Some other ones, too, also surprisingly goes into more of a rock sound, such as like uh, the song Willy Wonka was really interesting to say the least and be more on the rock side of the production on this song too i thought it was really interesting and some other ones i found really unique was the song fuck with ski mask the slump god which to be more on the uh members only side of just both x and ski be more 
on a chemistry side of seeing how both of them worked well, which also kind of was shown off on the documentary, saying that like both of them had a nice chemistry with each other, despite having different uh, charges at the time. But it was really interesting to see uh, how they would go along uh, musically, because both of them have a nice chemistry of having to be fast rappers occasionally and being more cynical and clever and witty with some of their stuff too it was really interesting to say the least for that part and for some reason the beat for fuck kind of reminds me of like uh one of the little stages in tekken a little bit like a little fight stage like a little fight music for one of the stages or something i was like okay it reminds me of tekken to say the least <laughs> but uh yeah some of the parts here you kind of see the experimental of being like brash and in your face type of stuff too even for a song like <laughs> i'm sipping tea in your hood to be more on the brash in your face like diss track that you hear for uh that is pretty much directly to space ghost perp to kind of say like oh fuck that pussy and all that stuff too <laughs> but uh yeah i was really interested to see the, the really interested to see the mindset of that side of uh x and that disc to say the least and the way it would end off was was a little weak for the song kill me pain from the jail uh, from the jail phone to be well as it is as it sounds the production sounds good but the uh recording kind of sounds like pretty much as it is going off from a jail phone kind of freestyling a little bit too kind of see a very interested recording style that you're going on through for it but it was all right to say the least was it a weak way of ending the disc a little bit but it was something, to say the least. Then we go into the second disc that uh, this album will go on to would be Look At Me Now, which is pretty much most of the mainstream stuff that you would see for uh, X as well, from 2017 with Look At Me to um, his other albums, which is like Seventeen, Question Mark, Skins, so on and so forth, and all that stuff too. But it was really interesting to see what songs they put onto it, such as like, uh, don't want to do this or young brats to be more moody and being more uh, mosh pit like to say the least too it was really interested in despite having this stuff being some people may say a greatest hits album to say the least you can kind of see that idea but it's kind of showing off the more major points in uh, the songs that they picked was very interesting such as like uh doing Jocelyn Flores and Depression of Obsession to kind of fill in that little area in the documentary. Kind of fits well with the vibe that was going on too for it. Then going some other parts on songs, such as like on Question Mark with Alone Part 3 and Moonlight, even Sad and Changes can kind of work well with some of the stuff they go on to for it. And some parts really fits well to kind of show off the progressive versatility for most of the stuff he was going on to, especially for question mark. Kind of shows it a lot on that one. For uh, even songs such as like Changes to be more emotional and moody and being a very strong piano ballad, to say the least, but, but it was pretty decent. Uh, even the way that it would conclude with the song True Love by Kanye with X to kind of close his album out was very interesting. And one of the only songs that I kind of found out that were very interesting from listening to the Donda, uh, Donda 2 sessions. It was like, okay, this is a good one. Has a lot of potential to be the first single to kind of stand out the most for most people on uh, Donda 2. I was really impressed with it, too. Kind of a similar approach that, they, that it was for Lil Wayne did for uh, Don't Cry off of the Carter 5 with Tentacion as well, too. Which was very interesting, to say the least, because you only hear X on the hook, to say the least, but it kind of fits in a way that 
is kind of concluding the album seems very interested for most of the stuff here too overall i do see that this album here does a does a decent job in showing off the progression that x would go on to from the experimental versatile ideas he would go on to from his older stuff and kind of carrying that on with the newer stuff that he did for the mainstream albums that you see for 17 question mark skins all that stuff too you see for most of the stuff here but it does show me some questions it's like does it show does it show me the progression that he did musically as well as an individual it does too it shows off the ideas that a troubled mind and a troubled youth could be showing off such great ideas and kind of executing them in kind of many in many different ways to say the least showing it off from there to uh, the progression that you see from his uh, look at me now side on this album you see it a lot for sure because it just sees the ideas and how he's executing them can go really well some of the stuff here really good showing off the progression that i mentioned over and over and over again it really shows it off a lot to say the least i'm giving this a 7 out of 10 for this project here primarily because like i said the progression and the way some of the songs that they picked for this album really works well to kind of fit in the narrative that shows off the pinnacle moments that were key in x's career and even in a documentary as well too showing off that type of moment as well too for it it's really good really great i would totally see the progression from it as well even though it was like a little gap in between this one and uh his last album uh, his last posthumous release album that he did for uh, bad lives forever had a little controversy with that one because mainly is the way that it was executed but yeah other than that it was all right but yeah and that will conclude this episode for today hope you enjoyed it hopefully you got some new music out of it what i recommend this one I would. There's some tracks I really enjoy from this project here. Some of the older ones are really were really surprising to me for some of them. If you like this project, great. If not, no worries. I love every single one of you guys. Thank you so much. But remember, this is just my personal opinion based on my personal enjoyment of this project. Thank you and keep on creating little junkies.